say the game is getting old. Monday morning and your coffee's cold. Life is not what you want it to be. You need Hello everyone and welcome to a new direction. My name is Jay Izzo. And you know what it is going to be today? Yeah, it's going to be a fun show. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be fun. F-U-N fun. Why? Because it's A-N-D. Do you know what A-N-D is? It's an acronym for A New Direction, right? And you know why? Because the book today is called Good Talk, T-A-L-K, Great Sales. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are you doing here? Can I tell you something? This book is about... This book's got so many acronyms. I am... This is going to be an acronym show. That's what this is going to be. Everything is going to be an acronym show. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about nothing but acronyms. Everything is going to be an acronym because talk is going to stand for something other than talk. Yeah, it's going to be T-A-L-K. But you know what? My 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 guest today, Robert Paolini, well, you know, here's the thing. Robert, on the book, it's Robert, but here's what he says to everybody. Listen, I may go by Robert initially, but... I'm Bobby, because I'm everybody's friend, because that's what Bobby is. Bobby's everybody's friend. So we're going to call him Bobby. Okay, so if you hear me call Robert Paolini Bobby, it's because, well, Bobby and I are friends. And you say, well, how can you be? I, we've only met three minutes. We're friends. Okay, just get over it. Move on. Hey, but let's do what we do every week. And what's that, right? I check in with you to find out how you're doing in the four areas of your life, right? I believe we are four-part people, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritual people, all right? So let's check in. Scale of one to 10, one being miserable, 10 being outstanding. Let's start in the very first area of your life. How are you doing physically? One is a, one is miserable, 10 is outstanding, five is kind of average. How are you physically doing today? Are you, you know, are you kind of like a three because you go, oh, I just don't feel good, or I'm tired, or I'm... What, okay, or you're seven, you're going, you know, I'm really pretty good, you know, Jay, I've been working out, you know, I'm feeling great, you know, hitting, getting ready, you know, before the holiday season really gets, you know, we're in the middle of it, but, you know, I'm, I'm getting there before, you know, I just want to get myself all pumped up, I got my blood rolling, right? So on that scale, one to ten, how you doing out there, right? And then the first question I ask you in all these things is if, if physically, if whatever your number is, ask yourself, why are you that number, Okay. And then, and then the second question I have for you is, what can you do right now to change, start beginning to change what your number is right now, right? Because like, you know, maybe it is you need to get some exercise. Maybe it's that you need to eat better. Maybe it's something else, like maybe you need to give up something, or maybe you need to add something into your diet. Whatever that may be, what can you do to change that number right now? All right, so that's your physical number, right? That's the first number. The second number, the mental number. What do I mean mentally? Well, mentally, what I'm talking about here is we have two halves of the brain. We have a right side and a left side. The right side is more of our creative, you know, emotional, fun side, and the left side is our logical side and it's, categorizes our numbers and keeps things in order and everything like that. What are you doing to feed your brain? Right? I mean, like, what are you reading? I, and people say, oh, you know, I listen to audiobooks. I actually don't read. Okay, not good enough. Okay, I mean, even even Bobby talks about that in his book, right? I, I listen, I love audiobooks. I've done audiobooks. I mean, if you, you listen to, if you go to Amazon, you can find my books on audio, right? I've done those, right? But here's the thing. Audiobooks are great when you're traveling, and I love listening to them. But you know what? When you actually are reading books, and I read a book for this show every week, you are actually feeding your brain in a way different way. All right. So how are you consuming? What are you doing? And it doesn't have to be just books, too. I mean, I, I think reading is extraordinarily important. Bobby will tell you that, too, when he talks about savers, <laughs> another acronym. But what we're going to also, I want to say, is, you know, like you can learn a new language. You can take up an instrument, something that is actually engaging both halves of your brain, and you need to do that. So on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being miserable, 10 being outstanding, 
where are you at today with that number? Same two questions. You know, why are you that number? And then what can you do to change it, right? So, so and then you got to ask yourself, now we have two numbers, right? We've got a physical number, mental number. Let's talk about the emotional number. And what I mean emotionally, well, you know, you'll hear psychologists and as a psychology professional, you'll hear us talk about things like emotional quotients or emotional intelligence, right? What we're really talking about here is if I could really simplify it is two things. First of all, how well are you able to control your own emotions, right? How well are you able to, under stress, really be able to control them, right? That's, that's, that's the first part of the emotional process. And then the second part is how well are you able to understand the emotions of others, all right, because, you know, sometimes we think we're emotionally connected, but the truth of the matter is we're really not, we really don't understand the emotions of others. And and part of this is because we don't have a very good emotional grammar, right? Uh, for some of us, it's just angry, happy, sad. Well, it's there's more to that. We have different levels of that. So how are you doing emotionally, right? Scale of one to 10, one miserable, 10 outstanding. How are you doing emotionally, right? You got that number? Same two questions, by the way. You know, why are you that number? And, and then what can you do to change it? Right. And so much of emotions is attention. Right. You just got to be intentional about what you're doing. And the more you do that, the easier it becomes. And it's a skill. Right. It really is. So you got three numbers, right? Physical, mental, emotional. Then finally, what about the spiritual side? And people say, well, Jay, I don't know about this whole spiritual thing, man. That's I'm not a spiritual person. You know, I don't believe in, in that. OK. All right. Hold on here. Let me explain what I'm saying here. If you remove the physical, the mental and the emotional, you just got those out of the way. There's stuff that's left right? Pretty much everything that's left outside the physical, mental, emotional is stuff that we can't see, that we know exists, but we can't really put our finger on it that gives us some sort of hope or maybe we put trust in or maybe, and yes, I'm going to dare say it, faith. And for some people, it's God. For some people, it's nature. For some people, it's uh, a number of other things. And I got to ask the question, you know, where are you at? What keeps you centered? What keeps you at grounded? What keeps you at peace? What gives you joy? I didn't say happiness, joy. It's two different things, right? But what keeps you in that centered place, right? Whatever that may be. And if it happens to be God, how's that working out for you, right? How's that relationship working out? And if it's nature, how's that working out for you, right? So same two questions. Why are you that number? And then what do you need to do to change it, right? So you have four numbers, right? So the four numbers are like the legs of a chair. And if they're uneven, it really is bad on your posture and you're really not going to sit very well and it's not going to work. At the same time, if the chair legs are too low, it's also bad on your posture. It's really hard to sit and be comfortable. And the whole point of those four areas of your life is to bring them up together, bring them up in a way that allows you to be the best person you could be in, in a posture that is, is going to be make you excellent. All right. So those are the four areas of your life. And you know what? I'll tell you what. The guy that I'm talking to today actually believes in the four areas of your life. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm being completely earnest. You know, uh, his name is Robert Paolini. We'll call him Bobby. He's got a tagline. It's called License to Sell, Born to Care, and Ready to Serve. Bobby's philosophy of creating a client-centric perspective that sets the stage for trust and, as a result, smooth and easy sales transactions has resulted in extraordinarily extraordinary sales achievement. He's been recognized as an award-winning top sales producer within his real estate company from the very first year he was in that business. In addition to his own sales, Bobby is a sales trainer and a highly sought-after speaker for those wanting to dramatically improve their sales abilities and take their business to the next level. Bobby's biggest goal in life is to share the key concepts and principles that can help anyone successfully build professional relationships, have anything desired in life, and perhaps more importantly, 
create inner peace and rock solid self-confidence. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to A New Direction, A-N-D, uh, and please welcome to the show, Bobby Paulini. Welcome, Bobby. Jay, thank you so much, my friend. We're definitely friends, and you can definitely call me Bobby. I was listening to every word you said, and I'm over here like vibrating. I loved every bit of it. You are the man. I'm excited to get talking about this stuff. It's right up my alley, and I absolutely believe in the uh, those four corners of of our existence. You know those those areas of our life, the the physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional. It was great. You know what I. Uh... I, I've been, you know, I've done that from the very beginning of the show when I first started doing the show. And it's really funny how many guests who come on the show will say to me, I really like that. I really, I really do like the check-in because I, you know, I've had, I've had guests who said, Hey, can and, and you're not by any means required to do it, but I've had guests who've come on the show and said, can I give you my numbers? <laughs> I'm like, sure. Give me, <laughs> give me your numbers. And I've had these awesome. authors, right. Who've given me their numbers and they said, you know, I really, really like that. I'm going to start doing this with my team or with my uh, you know, salespeople that I work with. I, I may even do it with, you know, when I'm speaking, you know, because, you know, we're both national speakers. And so, you know, I've had people who've said, is it okay if I steal it? And I said, I stole it. So I don't know. What <laughs> don't we all? I, yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. that works. Yeah, there's that. We know how that all works, right? So, so the book is entitled Good Talk, Great Sales. And uh, I, I read this thing from stem to stern, as I do with every book. And there is just, what I really, really want to do today, and I hope you'll let me have some fun with you with this mm-hmm. book, is that it's such a culmination of so many different things that there were so many acronyms that I thought were so much fun, and I also thought they would be so helpful. Now, look, I know you say in the book directly, you say directly, this is not a self-help book. Bobby, it's a self-help book. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I don't know how else to say it. I guess so. But you got you got to work hard. So it's yeah. Um, I guess if somebody is just waiting to hear they need to work hard to help themselves, then yeah, it's a self-help book. But there are so many things because you say you said right from the very beginning there's two purposes for this book. One is to educate through a uniform vision of culture, methodology, and physical process for great success in any type of sales job. I would add it could be any job. That would be my addition. And then the second thing, a purpose you say, is to help improve your life from the inside out so that you can do, be, or have more. And so you're not only able to handle a wide array of problems, but welcome them as ways to grow. To grow. To me, Bobby, that's everybody. <laughs> I don't care. How you, Amen. I, I think that's everybody. I don't think you have to be just in sales. I think uh, uh, you, this is this is. Um, all sorts of things. So let's let's go right to the beginning. The book is entitled Good Talk, and I'm holding up. By the way, it's available on Amazon, uh, in Kindle and uh, paperback. By the way, it's Good Talk, T-A-L-K, Great Sales. So let's go. For, let's start with the first acronym, Talk. What does Talk stand for? Excellent. Well, it's kind of evolved into uh, like a like a three-way split there, or we can call T to the third power. So it, it mainly stands for for truth. You have to speak the truth, think the truth, just everything. You have to be 100% honest uh, in your life. And that's the beginning of everything. It's, you know, people say love is the most important thing. And biblically speaking, that's our job. You know, love is very important. But in, in, the, in the normal situation of life, you can, you can have truth without love, but you can't have love without truth. Mm. And honesty is the, the, the pillar of communication. But built in within that is tonality uh, and trust. 
because in, in the business world and when two human beings are kind of making decisions amongst themselves, that's kind of the framework that is required. A level of trust, which is created from that level of truthfulness and, and the honesty, which is somewhat dictated, and I'll get to that later, but at least 30% of it is dictated by the tempo and tonality of the person speaking. So when communicating, truth is, is very important and not uh, no coincidence, it's the first letter of talk. Okay, and then A? A is attention. Uh, attention is more with the eyes, right? Paying attention, giving attention, receiving attention. Uh, when, when purposely needing to receive attention, doing it in a way that you get the attention, uh, that's the key to communication. I mean, it's a commodity these days. You're well known if you've got 50,000 followers on Instagram and not if you've got, you know, a thousand. And attention is the reason why. It's the strength of Facebook. It's even the, the 1%, the big Fortune 500 companies. They're, they no longer need a, you know, a point of sale or call to action uh, from you. They just need your attention. And they, they know the recipe to get the sale. They just want to distract you away from the competitors. They need your attention. They pay a lot of money for it. So um, it's a very crucial part of communication. Okay. And the L of talk stands for? The, the L is listening. That is kind of like paying attention, but with the ears, right? It's, it's really listening to every word sincerely, seeking to understand before ever wanting to be understood, collecting data, information. It, it's great on a sympathetic uh perspective between like a mother and a father, a child, uh, but even with an adversary negotiating, a brutal negotiation, listening is a weapon. Listening benefits you. Listening uh, weakens the the opponent, right? It's if they're doing all the talking, we get to do all the judging, all the thinking, and uh, they're just talking. So they're not simultaneously as conscious as we are in trying to find solutions or building leverage for our client. Listening is also a, a nice thing to do, of course, but there's a lot to be learned when we listen. Mm -hmm. um, the traditional listening, I'm sure you've heard of it, is you know, basically listening with waiting, trying to remember what you want to say from the first thing the person said, forgetting everything they sent after, and then inevitably you'd forget what you wanted to say, and ultimately everyone's just making noise, right? If, unless somebody is listening, nobody's really communicating. Right? Something has to be processed and taken in and thought of and and acted upon. So uh, listening absolutely is um, a major part in communication. And then the K of talk. Last but not least, the thing that kind of brings the four pillars of communication together is our attitude in which in this case, the K stands for kindness. Kindness is absolutely the most important part of, uh, of communication as, as it regards into, you know, how everything flows nice, right? If we're angry or we're upset or vengeful or any of these primal parasympathetic states of being, we're not going to hear everything that we should. We're not going to interpret it correctly. We're not going to uh, find uh, solutions. We're, we're, we're just not going to be on an emotional level to solve problems or come up with ideas. Uh, or even sympathetically just listen to somebody wholeheartedly. So kindness, if we have that attitude, even if we have a great reason to start off the conversation not being kind, it's imperative. Uh, in real estate especially, when negotiating, you always want to be kind because you don't want any kind of negative or unprofessional attitude from one professional to the other 
to have any sort of bearing on decisions that are made for your client. Um, but in, in the end, kindness draws people to you, uh, gives you more opportunities, uh, and, it, and it makes you more influential. It makes you, giving you, gives you more opportunity to help more people. And, uh, and just by and large, it's absolutely paramount when communicating. That's awesome. We're talking with Bobby Paolini. Paolini. I said Bobby Paolini. How about that? I don't even know who Bobby Paolini is. He's not on the show today, but Bobby Paolini is. He's on the show today. And we just went through his first acronym, which is truth. Talk. I mean, truth. Talk. Truth, attention, listening, and kindness. And, uh, you know, by the way, I, I, want, I just want to say, I know that we, we think about that in terms of the sales process. And I think you're right. Absolutely when we we can be honest, I, I I think we have to be honest in whatever we do. I think there has to be truth. Um, I do I do think that we do not do a very good job of paying attention with our eyes or you know with our ears, and I don't think we listen. I think we hear, but I don't think we listen to each other. And then I, I agree with you. I think uh, kindness is the most underrated of the words that are out there, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and and that's I, that's just I just feel like sometimes you know people think that kindness is weakness, but I don't see kindness as being weakness at all. I see kindness as strength. You're... Absolutely, I feel like when people are just angry and yelling, it is a weakness because mm-hmm. they don't have a real answer. It's mm-hmm. like in the book you read about when we cry when we're babies versus right. when we cry now. Right. If you don't have an answer, what do we do? We cry. So right. yeah, absolutely, kindness is uh, it's great. So in chapter one. I love, <laughs> this is so much fun for me. So in chapter one, the first thing you start off with is ha, he, why, we. <laughs> you said that perfectly. That's great. I didn't even put the phonetics on there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, you know, you get lucky. You know, even a blind bear catches a fish now and then. Uh, yeah. Uh, ha, he, why, we. Um, so let's go through ha, he, why, we. Um, no, it's not one word. It's actually ha, he, why, W-I, and then we. And uh, they all stand for four different things. And the first one of 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 the first of all, why is this ha he why we important? Let's do that before we actually get into them. Well, because things happen in our day, right? And everybody, nobody wakes up and says, you know what? I want to, you know, make somebody mad today. I want to upset some people, and I just don't feel like being in a good mood, and I'm just gonna just cause it has great intentions, right? But sure enough, you're driving down the road, you see somebody cut somebody off and there's a big fight, there's honking, fingers, and at the office, people are yelling, and they're on, you can hear them on the phone. It's like, what is that? What causes that? And a lot of it leads into where how you started your show. You know, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. These are all, these are all emotional needs altogether that we, we kind of strive for. But what people don't realize is that we have the power. Our one true freedom is to control those numbers, mm. right? You may wake up, and if you're being honest with yourself, you're not a 10, but you absolutely have the freedom to make yourself a 10. Uh, you almost feel like you're lying to yourself in the beginning, but uh, we do have that power. And ha he why we is, is a physical chant that you can kind of sing to yourself almost like a Kuna Matata from the Lion King. I even put that in the book <laughs> yeah, um, to remind you it's a fun way to reset yourself. Okay. And then, you know, I, I mean, I'll also explain what it is and, and how to do that. Go ahead. Let's go. Let's, let's run into, before we go to commercial break, let's, let's see if, how far we get and then we'll run into, we'll run into a quick break. All right, let's do it. So 
what you were getting at too is hahi waiwi is also another acronym, but it's two letters each. Right. So they're, they're divided by periods and they stand for four different words. The ha stands for happy. The he stands for healthy. Um, the Y stands for wise or wisdom and the we, the W E is wealthy or wealth. So there's, there's four kind of stages that we have to prioritize in our life and they have to be in a certain order. For example, like my son, I'll wake up and the first thing I'll do is want to grab the iPad and look at a YouTube video and sit and just zone out and just laugh for the first hour he's awake. Seems innocent, right? But if, if you really think about it, 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 it develops bad habits that violate that hahi waiwi, oh. right? If, if he's a 35-year-old man and he wakes up and he just wants to play video games because that's what he did as a kid, you know, then he's like, oh, I'm playing video games. Right? I'm not serving any other people, right? So I just may not be in a good mood or maybe I ate some bad stuff and I wasn't really disciplined with exercise and diet the night before, so I have a tummy ache. So here I am kind of killing time playing video games just to kind of ease my mind, feeling that I'm not, you know, haven't really done anything really great with my life, right? So maybe I'm not that excited or that happy and I'm not motivated. Right. And basically we just kind of make bad decisions until we hit rock bottom. So Hahi Why we prevents that. So if you know my son, we all my kids were raised knowing Hahi Why we actually I, I've been saying that to them. I've kind of made it up years ago that you have, there's certain things we have to do first. If we want the freedom to be able to have fun and relax and play video games, it's going to be for two reasons. It's going to be one, because we've served others and done something productive first. Um, but it, it, it's also going to be, we kind of like, we've kind of paid our dues. We kind of put in the work first. You have to give before you receive, you have to plant seeds before you can harvest. So, you want to be happy first. You have to control your emotions. If you run out of bed and you just fly to work as if you're late and you're not conscious of how you're feeling or thinking, you, know, you might lose control of those emotions, which could cascade everything else. Your, your spiritual feeling that day, you know, how you're thinking, how you're processing thoughts, and even physically how you feel will be compromised. Decisions you have to make, communicating on a professional level when it's time to be kind, right? If you're hungry and miserable, then it's be hard to, to fake that, right? And then if you're right. faking anything, there goes the truth. So happiness is a choice. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't understand that or realize it just yet. But happiness is not a side effect, it's not a cause or a reaction, or it shouldn't be anyways. It's a choice. And we have to choose to be happy because that's what we want. Almost like a goal, right? If I, right. if my goal is to, you know, hit a, a certain, you know, uh, monetary goal, then along the way I should be happy with that expectation that I'm working hard today right. to get that. Right. And then the next step is uh, healthy, right? We got to take care of ourselves. And you read the book, so you saw the tree, how it connects. Right. And, you know, I can, I can, elaborate on that as well let's let's stop but right here before to, we get before we get to healthy right? let's do this real quick we're talking with bobby paolini and his book good talk right great sales is the name of the book available on amazon by the way kindle and paperback and you know what this is such a great book i'm going to stop him in between here because you know what here's the deal and by the way you're listening to bobby and me on and right here a new direction 
Hey, by the way, New Direction is brought to you by a brand new sponsor that we have right here. It's called Epic Physical Therapy. And let me tell you something about them. Whether you're recovering from an injury or surgery or you're suffering everyday aches and pains, maybe you're having difficulty performing activities of daily living, or maybe you're an athlete, like a professional athlete, and you're just not getting it done because you've got this nagging little energy injury going on, or maybe you're just someone who just wants to improve how you feel or your move or your diet or whatever. Listen, at Epic PT, they have this elite team that will provide you with a customized treatment plan tailored to your individual needs. With their experience in rehabbing young athletes to elite professionals, they understand the need to treat the entire body as a functional whole, not just your symptoms or your injury. Epic relief, epic recovery, epic results. You can learn more by going to epicpt.com. That's E-P-I-C-P-T.com. And also, Linda Craft and Team Realtors. doesn't matter where you're are at in the world, they can help you find the right professional to match up with your home. They're independent and locally owned. They have helped thousands of people in literally over 35 years. They are known as the legends of customer service. There's a reason why thousands of people keep returning decade after decade, year after year, coming to them for their real estate needs. Why? Because it's their culture. It's not just a slogan. It's part of their culture, culture customer service, and it's legendary. And you can learn more about Linda Craft and her legendary customer service with her team at www.lindacraft.com and they are bringing you a new direction and Bobby Paolini. And we're back with Bobby Paolini. We're here on a new direction. We're talking about his book, Good Talk, Great Sales. And uh, we are in the middle of here. We're just we're still at the very beginning, kind of talking about the early stuff here. We're talking about ha he why we we why we, ha he why we I did it right the first time, second time not so much. Uh, and we've just gone through happiness, and we're talking about healthy, and of the ha and the he. So uh, Bobby, go ahead, continue with healthy, wise, and wealthy. Yes, sir. So basically, if you're once you've determined. You know, you've, you've kind of made that conscious choice to be happy, right? You want to be happy. You want to have a great day, don't we all? Mm. You want to make sure you're healthy, feeling healthy. And it's important. And for example, what, how, what do you want to do and accomplish when you wake up and you, you, got, you feel like you have strep throat? You're real tired, fatigued. And, you know, if you got the flu, you don't want to do anything but be, be better, right? You're not, mm. Your ambitions are gone. Your energy is gone. You know, being sick it, to any degree holds us down, right? right? So, you know, a lot of people say, well, how do you, uh, if you get sick, you just get sick. But the truth is, that's not the truth. I actually haven't, I used to take Advil literally every day, mm. Monday through Friday. Even if I didn't have a headache, I'd be afraid that I would later and I would take one. Mm. I haven't had a headache in two years. I haven't had a cold in over two years. I haven't had any of that in two years. So there's, there are things we can do that we're responsible to do to keep ourselves healthy, feeling healthy inside and out, stomachs, backs, bones, everything. Go to Epic, to chiropractic, or whatever it takes, but right. be responsible with your body to be healthy and know that is your goal to be healthy. And so in your mind, if you check that off, you know, you wake up, you got the ha, you got the he, I'm feeling good, I'm, I, I'm healthy, I'm grateful to be alive. Uh, I've done that gratitude. You're, you kind of touched on the savers. We'll get to that later. And then is the wise. The third step in our day that we should prioritize once we're healthy or happy, once we're healthy, is what we're going to do 
to become more, to offer more to others. And that's wisdom. It's our responsibility in a uh, communal, tribal-type society that we live in to offer uh, some, some wisdom of ours, some, some talent for others to share and to give. So it, whether it's going to school to get a degree, to get a great job, to, to serve the public, or going to your job directly, you know, that we have to do that first. We have to give in order to receive. And if we do that enough and we, we bring ourselves to a level that we can create value for others, then in turn we get what we want. And that's the wealth. And it could be anything. It could be a huge pot of gold. It could be millions of dollars. It could be free time, choices, um, relationships, uh, more time with your family, more choices with your family. But whatever it is that you are working for, your why, your carrot, your, your motivation, enjoy that, celebrate that, uh, receive that, and, and know that you earned it. Know that you made a conscious choice to, to be happy, and you went out of your way to make others happy. You, you take care of yourself every day. You exercise. You get sleep. You eat right. You're emotionally stable, so you're healthy, right? And when you're healthy and you're happy, you can do so much more, and then you have the energy and no excuses to go out and, and work hard, work your butt off at school mm-hmm. or at your job, to just become better, to just become somebody that can add a tremendous amount of value to society and to others. And then, of course, receiving. We have to learn to receive and and appreciate. I mean, like that work hard, play hard thing. Mm -hmm. We have to enjoy those moments, and that's the fuel that even in some cases subconscious fuel to repeat the process all day. And where it comes into play throughout your day, the hahi why we, is if something were to happen. So let's say you've done all those things in the morning. You, you know you're getting ready for work, you, you're excited about what's going on for the day, and you can't wait to get home because you got a nice little thing planned or something, or dinner with your wife, right? So you got your whole hahi why we set up. But then let's say somebody cuts you off, or somebody says something really you know mean, or something that really upsets you, or you get a tremendous uh, bit of bad news or something from a phone call, right? Those types of things could throw us off track and ruin a whole day, and ruin a, a whole week, you know? So... That's when you go back to the hockey why you remember where you are. You remember that you're still alive. You got another chance to, to do good in the world and make things better. You have another moment to remember that all the tragedy, tragedies that have ever happened in your life might have seemed like the end of the world that day. But if we really think back and we're honest with ourselves, they're laughable, right? They didn't do anything as bad as we thought. And in most cases, 99% of the time, it was actually the thing that made the best day of our life or something that had to happen to make something great, right? So who are we to judge an individual moment anyways, but to remember that, Hey, I I can't, I'm not going to let my feelings dictate my actions. I'm going to let my, my beliefs and my mindset dictate my emotions, which will help me control my actions. You can reset. You won't sweat the small stuff. You won't let those things get to you. You'll, you'll be aware of your health and happiness You'll continue your mission towards your daily goals, weekly goals, and what you have to do that day at work or at school. And then you'll remember that when you, you still have what you planned on enjoying when you get home. And that's an easy way to let some of those things go that surprise us. And to be honest, things that really make us the most upset and frustrated are spontaneous. They are surprises. You're never planning for that kind of bad news. So a bad day usually comes in the middle of the day that you didn't know about the day before that morning. And Hahi Waiwi is that mnemonic, that mantra, that chant, that theme 
that we can all use to get back on the track that we set before the day even started. Love it. We're talking with Bobby Paolini. We just went through Hawaii. Why we? Um, which is so much fun to say. It's just fun. It's just fun to say. It is. It, 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 it is. Hahi, why we? I, okay, okay, that's about as musical as you're going to get from me today. That's um, good. That's a pretty good note. That's kind of how we do it. <laughs> I just like it. It's just fun, right? I, I'm happy. It makes me happy. Okay, by the way, it gives me number one. Just saying hahi, why we? Makes me happy. I, I don't know why. I just feel happy when I say it. It, it just does, right? I just really. The book's called uh, "Good mm-hmm. Talk, Great Sales," and uh, we're talking with author Bobby Paolini here, and we're running through the book. And we want to thank everybody who's joining us uh, from all over, uh, Castbox FM Live, Facebook Live, uh, certainly those folks who are lo- going to be listening on Oak FM ninety three point five. Sorry, got to do the um, radio voice. The Oak, 93.5. Yeah, we thank you for listening, too, as well, on Thursday afternoons at 4 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. And then also all over this great world of ours, all the people who are listening on all the different variety podcasts from iHeartRadio to iTunes to Spotify and all over. We just thank you so much for being part of the show and with uh, Bobby Paolini here on A New Direction. So uh, you talk about Chapter 2, The Big Why, which is the title of, the, the, of that title. And you said... Uh, you need to start each day knowing why you are getting up. And there's two pillars to control your why, belief and value. So why don't you give us a quick rundown of, uh, because we could talk about the big why all day. Um, so let's talk mm-hmm. about why belief and value are your two pillars and why that controls your why. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you think about what stops anybody from doing anything, it's the absence of those two. Right. If, if you the mind can only absorb what the seat of the pants can endure, if, if you don't think you can do it, especially if it's going to take a decent amount of time and effort, we'll never get started because we just simply don't believe we can do it. So we don't want to waste our time. We want to conserve energy, calories, emotion, avoid risk. It's that that parasympathetic nervous system taking over. Uh, it's just survival mode. Um, but it also has to have value, right? It has to align with whatever we want, our goals. If, if we're not convinced from the first time we think of it to right before we do it, that the value's there, and sometimes those are two different values, mm. then again, we're not going to do it. We may wake up and say, oh, it's really important. But as soon as you know, we've answered a few phone calls and gone through a few meals and it gets to the end of the day, all of a sudden that willpower, that, that caloric-based willpower just starts to fade. Uh, and so many things are omitted towards the end. A lot of that's kind of explained in work-life balance, uh, and even in the goal section, which we, we, we elaborate on even more so in the training, uh, which I'm looking forward to talking about that with you. And then that's really it. So if you don't believe you can do it or you don't have, uh, you can't really, you know, prove to yourself that it's the exact value that you need to attain your goal, then you'll never get started. Okay, so let's do this because I was I I I was gonna kind of skip three to four, <laughs> but I think what we're gonna do is let's combine th- chapters three and chapters four because the savers is such a huge deal, and I think they go hand in hand actually. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I really do. I, I think having the daily disciplines and because you you uh, one of the second head, headings that you have in chapter three of goals is, you know, your first heading course is mindset is the biggest consideration for achieving your goals. And then you start with discipline, you know, by being committed and consistent every day. 
And you talk about discipline, and I, I use this all the time. Discipline is only discipline at the very beginning because once it becomes a habit, it's no longer discipline. And you talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so can, can we kind of con, 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 con do uh, three and four, the daily disciplines of savers into goals? Do you want to try to do it that way? Yeah, absolutely. That right. works great. Okay, let's try it. I'll let you run with it. Let's talk about goals and daily disciplines. You're the man. So the, the, the key to making goals actually work, in other words, achieving them has a lot to do with daily habits, and that's why they kind of go hand in hand. Um, but what people don't realize uh, about goals is, is, is just the, the fact of, of why we don't always do them. What causes us to, to stop when we're, after we set a goal? And in the book, I call it, uh, you know, anchors away. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to goals, it's important to see it, you know, it's the habit of getting what you want. So that's why a lot of goals, it's almost sounds like it's just teaching you habits, uh, much like the typical new year's resolution. You know, we set them, we write them down, but we never look at them again. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, common practice is not, uh, you know, common sense isn't always common practice. You know, goals are a carrot, and they can be as much as like a 10-minute goal right in front of you, a one-year goal, a one-month goal, one week, one year. You know, people always, with time, they'll never appreciate those seconds or minutes or even hours, and they'll always underestimate what they can do in a day and overestimate what they can do in 10 years. So much time is wasted with not believing in the power of just simple decisions that just may take minutes that can that can help with um with your goals. So you, the best way to lock in a goal is to have an anchor and an anchor is what reminds us the truth that of the talk of the, uh, of what our, of the value of the goal is to us. So let's say I want to sell, I want, so let's say I want to sell a hundred houses, you know, this uh, next year in 2020, you know, I can write that down all day long. I can reverse engineer it. I can try to pretend I know how to do it, even if I haven't done it before, because I want to make it my goal. But a lot of things that we are wanting to do, we're not currently equipped to do them. So we just have to be prepared and willing to evolve and go through the motions. But things happen in our life, right? So if if, if doing that, I'm supposed to make a certain amount of calls to get it or this and that, and, and something comes up, there's an emergency with another client or at the, from my, with my family or something tragic happens, you know, and I, I'm going to put a goal like that on the back burner. I'm going to say, well, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, it's not that important to me now, right? My willpower has changed. I thought a hundred houses was important to me, but now it's not, things have changed. So our, our, our value of certain goals and beliefs will adjust based on the value of other things in our life. But if you have anchors, that won't happen. For me, my anchor was a morning run. From high school, you probably read, I, I couldn't stand running. Um, I hadn't run more than one mile in a row my whole life. Uh, and I hadn't run a mile at all since high school. And I'm 40 years old. So I, I didn't want to run. But the guy, I was reading this book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Mm-hmm. And it was a game changer because that is the time that you have to get this stuff done, especially in, in a real estate career. Uh, midday is not going to do it. But if you want to control your mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional, and no matter what number you start off with, if you always want to end with a 10, you got to do the stuff in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I, I wanted to say, let's say I wanted to sell 100 houses. So 
you know, I don't want to stop what I'm doing to get to that point. I don't want to stop seeking to try to sell a hundred houses. So I'm going to do something that I can stand. That's hard, but easy to do, easy not to do. doesn't really take any training, but it's kind of good for me anyways. And that's running. So when I run, everyone looks at me and they're like, why do you do this? Why do you do all that running? I've I've literally run 688 miles in the last two years. Wow. Why do you run? And I say to remind myself of my goal. When are you going to stop? And the answer is until, until when, until you achieve it. So there's a truth that our mind is telling our physical body when we run, we have to justify it. Your body's going to ask yourself consciously, why are you running? And that keeps you hot on the trail for your carrot, for that, that little rabbit in front of the greyhound running around. If the rabbit's gone, the the race is over. So it's that running that reminds me every day that nothing is more important to me than getting to the point, sell a hundred houses myself in a year. And so that drive keeps that goal alive until it is hit. It may not happen in a year or two years or three or 10 or, but in the end, if you, if you have a solid anchor that starts as a discipline, that starts as heavy willpower, that starts as a choice, eventually turns into a habit. And the aha here, and the thing I want to you know stress to everybody, is you get to a point, and it, it, it's a tearjerker, mind-blowing aha, that I can't tell you how much I didn't want to start running. I can't tell you how much I, I feared the guilt of stopping running because I started, right? I, was, I, I didn't want to start because I feel guilty about what if I stopped and the thought of running forever made me nauseous, right? So how do you do such a thing? The first time I ran a mile, it took me a little over 10 minutes and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> now I can run two miles in 15 minutes, no problem. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me at all. But I can't stop running now if I tried. Mm. The crazy thing is something that was so scary to start, something that was right. so impossible, something that a decision that I was I, I could no pun intended run from just at the thought is now the greatest thing that I do. And to me, that's amazing to me. The, yeah. What do we have to fear? Why are we what is holding us back? If our bodies can adapt so well, that's something that seemed like the biggest, the stupidest idea and I would never be able to excel in it, and it wouldn't matter, and it wouldn't change anything, and I would just be miserable, ended up being and still is one of the most important and and beneficial and joy-inducing habits I do every day. And that's that's running. And I, as long as I'm running, my body, mind, and spirit, and emotions are all in line for that same goal anchored to the run. Love that. We're talking with... I do. I really love that. Uh, it, by the way, I feel the same way about the gym. If matter of fact, now it's like a loss. If I'm not in the gym, there's something. It makes me feel like it's, I'm empty. It's just one of my anchors. I get that so well. We're talking with Bobby Paolini. Uh, good talk, great sales. And uh, we're so early in this book, we're not going to make it through the whole book. But we're not supposed to because you're supposed to buy the book from Amazon. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> and um, but we're going to give you so much, so many pieces of why this is a, a book that you want to take a look at at Amazon and really um, look through because uh, he's got a bunch of acronyms. It's a great book, and, and he's with us here on a new direction. Hey, folks, did you know that a new direction has a new sponsor? That's right. 
It's epic physical therapy, and their facility offers one of the most advanced, top-of-the-line equipment, equipment, including the Alter-G anti-gravity treadmill, the Normatec compression sleeves, and Game Ready. That's just to name a few. They are trained and certified in the most comprehensive cutting-edge treatments available, including blood flow restriction therapy, dry needling, cupping, and, and, and so much more. Listen, you can learn how you can become more epic physically and, and, and get the best therapy possible by going to epicpt.com. I challenge you to go in and see what they do and why they're so different and why they're so often. It's where I go when I get those kind of nagging injuries when I'm in the gym. And you know what? It's where you should go too. It's where the best athletes go. It's absolutely a state-of-the-art facility, and they have state-of-the-art certified trainers. Check them out by going to epicpt.com. That's E-P-I-C-P-T.com. And also Linda Craft and Team Realtors. Look, it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. Linda Craft and her team can help you find the right home, whether you're selling or buying. For 35 years, they have been known as the legends of customer service. And because they're independently owned and operated, they don't have to stay with an agent that's within some sort of you know, regular company. They choose the best agents from all over the world, regardless of the company, so that they can give you the absolute best service. And if you happen to be in the Raleigh-Durham Chapel Hill area, right, find out why for 35 years, that they have served thousands of clients, literally thousands of clients, and they keep returning year after year. And you need to find out why. And if you do stop in at 7300 Six Forks Road, I promise you this, they're going to hand you a bottle of water <laughs> because that's just what they do. Sit down, say hello, and why don't you find out why they're so legendary? Why is that their culture? How did that culture become? And talk to Linda herself, maybe perhaps even there too. And you know what? You can learn more by going to lindacraft.com, L-I-N-D-A-C-R. AFT.com. And we're here with Robert Paolini and his book, Good Talk, Great Sales. So uh, we, we've kind of went through goals here a little bit in chapter three. In chapter four, Hal Elrod, who wrote The Miracle Morning, and I really love Hal, uh, did this thing called savers. I love savers. And I really want to do savers because I think if people understand the power of daily disciplines, because I'm, I'm a big huge i have my i have a morning routine that i do every single morning uh, i get up early I, and and you know early is relative right because some people's jobs are just different so i never say that you have to be up at a certain time because i know that some people don't start their you know work day till the afternoon or the evening depending on what they do so um but i have a first thing when i wake up in the morning what i do i have these my daily disciplines as well but you really, really had fallen in love with Hal Elrod's Savers. So let's talk about Savers and what S-A-B-E-R-S means, because I think these are really powerful, don't you? Absolutely. In fact, if it wasn't for that book, I don't know if I'd be sitting here right now and talking to you, because I believed all these things, and I started evolving my mindset the more I started reading and going through the books um, when I, when I made the, the choice to just kind of change my life and um, I didn't know where to start or really when to start and the miracle morning gave that to me and it will give it to anybody that reads it really. And you hit the nail on the head that, um, that routine, right? Daily routine. Mm. We are creatures of habit. Our bodies, my, our minds, every part of us responds better to habit. Um, even when we eat, the, the, the pattern of our eating, we doesn't matter what we're eating, we don't even have to eat as healthy as long as we're consistent, then the body can predict and, and adapt accordingly. 
So I, I recommend that for everybody. And those that feel, you know, you're enslaved to habits, uh, don't realize that you might be enslaved to impulses, right? <laughs> We're just chasing the, the butterfly around, but habits are something that we can actually control. And savers is my favorite because it's first thing in the morning. It's a, it's a, it's a word that means a lot. It's easy to follow, but it always, it covers the main parts of, of the mindset and the body that you need to, to kind of help build that ha he I mean, it's all part of the transformation. You don't, we don't wake up, you know, feeling the way we, we want to. I mean, we could, but for the most part, you kind of wake up neutral and you're, you're, you're lost in a fog of what you were kind of thinking about, dreaming about, or thinking about the night before and whatever first thought enters your mind. But savers allows you to control that. And the first one is the S and that stands for silence. So you could, that person can use it however they want. Meditation, prayer, Bible reading, uh, quiet time, uh, devotional, but it's really just, for me personally, it's giving gratitude to God for the day, uh, giving gratitude, uh, showing gratitude to God for all that I have, uh, the opportunities that I have to help others, my wife, my children, you know, these things might seem like, well, you kind of know you already have them, but the, I forget what it's called. I think it's the law of, uh, expectation or something like even something like oxygen we're going to take for granted, right? We're not constantly grateful for air because it's pretty plentiful, right. but it's, it's super important, right? If, they, if, if air went away in a second, I don't think anyone would be worried about anything except their next breath, which gives more value to the, uh, the he of the, of the healthy. But that silence really sets the tone. And, and when we're just waking up, to be honest with you, our, our minds are in a kind of a stagnation between consciousness and, and subconsciousness and a, a lot can be programmed directly into our subconscious so gratitude even if it doesn't get your heart palpitating it will put you in a better mood you start with that the a stands for affirmations affirmations is part of the reprogramming that you have to do for that day because your body is just going to flow whichever way it wants to or whatever habitually it has done for years before but an affirmation is for you to force information that's important to you and remind your consciousness of it, which then reinforces it as a true belief into our subconscious. So it's, it's me verbalizing like sentences and, and things and phrases that I believe in that are good, you know, help others and um, treat yourself and others with respect and um, be kind, smile, um, just some quotes, anything that you believe in, you know, it could be look both ways before you cross the street, whatever is good <laughs> that you want to affirm and, and, and base certain beliefs and feelings off. That's what you say to yourself or, or the words that follow. I am, let's say you're feeling down on yourself. I am powerful. I am good. I am strong. I am hardworking. I am whatever those affirmations. It might sound corny, but they become beliefs. Anything we repeat over and over and over and over becomes truth, whether it's true or not. Mm. I mean, what is truth, right? People were killed for thinking the world was round, right? I mean, newsflash, it is. We all grew up knowing there was nine planets and Pluto was the last one. It's mm. not, right? So right. these are principles. Principles are constant. They always work. Facts change. Affirmations are principles that you already believe in that are going to work with your reticular activating system to, to tell you a truth, a truth that you want to believe. It's the same reticular activating system that as soon as you buy a car, you see a million of them all over the place because you're more aware of them. It creates an awareness. There's just so much going on that to survive, 
or we have to we should we can only focus on a few things at once. So the the affirmations give you an awareness of what you want. And the visualizations are because our bodies and our minds remember things in pictures. But if we can tell a story from memory, we're really just seeing fragmented pictures. So if you really want things, it's not so powerful to just say them. You have to feel the feeling of having them. And the best way to do that is to visualize what it looks like. So what they tell you to do and what I did is you pick out a bunch of things that you want to do, almost like a bucket list. And you, you find images of them. You go on Google and you, you pull up the images of it. And I have mine pinned on a big, huge cork board, and it's on the wall in my bedroom. And at first, I have to look at all of those 11 pictures and really kind of close my eyes after and visualize being there with my family and uh, friends and doing all these things and, and having all these achievements and enjoy the feeling of doing those things. And it, it works better when you can visualize it. So you have to have pictures. Uh, now I can visualize the whole thing uh, in probably just a few minutes without even looking at it. But visualization is massively part of, um, of the process. You want to have that gyroscope of what's most important to you. The E in savers is exercise. And I've, I've tried the, I'm, I'm too busy to work out. I, I owe my time to my clients kind of thing. And unfortunately, <laughs> Just like on the, on the airplane, when the, they tell you about the oxygen masks, you know, what do they tell you? You got to help somebody else before, uh, help yourself before you can help anybody else. So I realized that uh, a healthy mind requires a healthy body. And I read that that's actually 100% a fact. Mm. The, the mind responds better to a healthy body and a healthy mind, uh, a, bo- healthy, a body responds better with a healthy mind. So exercise is huge. So that's done first thing in the morning as well. You know, part of the same with the high sun is you do the hardest stuff first. We mm. call it climbing the slide. You know, steps you would you walk up slowly and you start low and you work up high. You know, most people take the easy road waking up and then the day is kind of a a pragmatic walk in the wrong direction and things just are. It's kind of tense. It's nothing great. You're kind of you know you're stepping through the day. And um, when you climb the slide, you do all your vertical climbing up front, your hard stuff. And then you pretty much coast and you're sliding down through the rest of your day. And the last thing you do at the end of the day is almost like a, your, a reward, like your wealth. And it's easy to do. And it's a great way to transition into, you know, sleep and wake up, be ready for the next day. And uh, exercise is the key to that. Mm. It helps, uh, helps me sleep better. It helps me um, focus better. It helps me you know, read better. It just, it, it gives me sustained energy throughout the day and it really just connects the dots to make everything else work. Um, the R for savers is uh, read, reading. Mm. Reading is paramount. And we're not talking Harry Potter or uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, although they're probably <laughs> great books. This is stuff that can benefit you uh, mentally, physically, uh, spiritually, and, and maybe emotionally, but more or less, you want you want to gain something. You want to fill your cup so you have something to give. And a, a lot of things that we read may make a lot of sense, but if we're not using it, we lose it. But when you read over and over again, even if it's not the same information, a lot of stuff connects, right? It connects the dots, and you're in time, you know, exponentially making yourself better. You're raising your capacity. Right. And uh, I read something about getting better at anything one percent a day. And I, and I, I didn't do the math really, but I think if you can read 
30 minutes a day of a really good book, like good talk, great sales, something that's going to give you some <laughs> aha wisdom to share. At the very least, you're going to be 1% better than you were the day before. Right. Well, if you do the math and we get better 1% every day, and so the next day we're 1% better, now another one, and then so that's two, and the next day is two plus one, that's three. Exponentially, at the end of one year, 365 days, we have technically increased our capacity by 3,770% just by consistently learning more and doing more. Um, You're going to, there's so much to learn too about yourself, about what you're doing, evolving facts and ideas, and just being able to overflow wisdom and and energy and enthusiasm to others. And it all comes from reading. I don't think I've read yet where I wasn't either almost in tears or kind of blown away at how much I don't know, right? right? The more we seek to learn, the more we realize we were literally flying on autopilot. Like there was right. so much that we don't know and there still is so much that we don't know. So that, that reading is confidence. That reading is, uh, it's certainty, uh, it's wisdom for others. It's just overall great. And it, it's kind of how I even got to this part, uh, to this phone call in the first place. You know, that, that reading is, so many things are quoted in my book. It's, it's a combination of 30, 40 books, and I can only contribute that to reading. Uh, the S, the final S for savers, it's plural, is scribing. Scribing is journaling. Journaling is huge. Journaling is great for goals. Journaling is great for ha he why we. Journaling is great for just life in general. I mean, how fun would it be to go back in time and have a, a track record of kind of what life was all about for you, even after we're gone, right, for our kids. I mean, that's awesome. But what goals, how goals are affected by journaling is it connects the dots from where we are and where we want to be, you know, how, how we, how, how the world is and how we wish it to be, right? And, and it's, a, it's a reminder to ourselves of where we've come from, where we are, and where we're headed. And if it wasn't for journaling, I wouldn't have Good Talk Great Sales because the all the money I made from Good Talk Great Sales came from the principles I used uh, for my own business. But in journaling, I was able to log kind of what, how it worked, how I was benefited from it. And um, at the end of the year, when I saw how much better I did than every other agent in the entire office and becoming third in the whole company, which is 22 offices in the state, and ended up being number 198 um, in, in all of the state for any real, for any brokerage, I thought to myself, you know, as much as I worked really hard, I've only been selling houses for five years. So what is the secret? How did this happen? And, um, hence good talk, great sales. It's my journey of the proof that this information and this order and this process works. And and that journaling was really, uh, beneficial and still is on many levels and connecting those dots and guiding me to my goals. So I, I could achieve them. So I could mm-hmm. see progress. And even on bad days, I'm always able to leverage my progress overall. And it just, it keeps the plow moving. Wow. I, I Listen, do you know, this, by the way, we're talking with Robert Paolini. Uh, the book is tall, talk, called Good Talk, Great Sales. We've been on together for an hour. Do you know that? Nice. It just really has flown. So, uh, Bobby, uh, first of all, um, thank you. I'm very grateful for you being on the show. Uh, you've been thank an, you, likewise. You've been an amazing guest. So I ask every one of my friends, because you're no longer a guest of the show, you're now a friend of the show, 
I ask every one of my friends, um, if you could leave a new direction for um, the listeners around the world that listen to A New Direction or watch it even, what would what would Bobby Paolini, author of Good Talk, Great Sales, leave as New Direction for my audience? I would say you have the power. I'd say you listening to this that wants to take your life in a new direction, you're in full control and nobody can stop you but you. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And it's a matter of knowing you have that power and choosing to use it. Using the ha-hi-wai-we because you want to be happy and you're responsible to be healthy and you you have the energy and the, the courage and the will to, to gain wisdom for the goal that you want to attain, which is your wealth. And in doing that, controlling your beliefs and emotions are going to give make you make better decisions, which are going to make you perform better, more impactful actions, which are going to give you better results that are going to guide you in the direction you want to go. And you have everything you need uh, right here and right now. That's awesome. His name is Robert Paolini on his book. We call him Bobby Paolini. The book, Good Talk, Great Sales, available on Amazon and uh, Kindle and uh, paperback. Check it out. Folks, that's the show. And you know what I say every week? Be inspired because when you're inspired, that means that other people can be inspired. And when they're inspired, that means they can inspire others. And that can make this world a really great place. I'm going to be back next week with another great guest, another great book. And I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you then. And you know what I say every week? Ciao. Everybody. You can find the strength to go a different way, yeah. The time has come for a new direction, yeah, yeah. New direction, yeah, yeah. When you lost your confidence and the answers don't make sense, Got to keep your hope alive. You got to know you can survive. This is your.